You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Yeah. My shirt is not off. Let's just make this very official right now, and we'll put this on the record. I do have my shirt on. I'm fully clothed. Minus have, the hat. I have taken off my hat and my shoes, which means I'm only at uh, DEFCON level. What is it? Does it worse if it's four or worse if it's one? I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. I can't remember how that works, but I'm at the lesser of levels of so panic from So if you would say like 10 being the most panicky, one being the least, what level would you be? I, I put myself at about a... About a three or four okay, right now. Okay, that's not so bad. Not too bad because I fixed the problem pretty quick, but it yeah. could have been worse. Um, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you very much for tuning into our show today. We greatly appreciate it. We sure do. And uh, uh, however you are listening, be it via podcast or if you are listening live, just to uh, let you know really quick, what I was referencing there was that we had a little bit of little bit of tech a snafu. difficulties. A snafu. You know, this is a Fun Employment Radio network. There are a lot of people on here, and there's a lot of equipment. Things can get bumped. Or and we are our own like program directors and technical advisors and everything. So I mean, like when you do subscribe to the network, that six ninety nine goes to help us keep everything um, up and running and functioning properly. So that's why we're very grateful to you for um, helping us keep the network going along. Absolutely. And thanks to all you guys in the chat. We've been having a rip-roaring time, actually, in there for a while. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, it's that's been good. fun. Excellent. Um, yeah, so uh, so problem is solved. Just for anyone who doesn't know, when I get frustrated with technical issues, I... Um, he goes, no, me Malone. I tend... I don't know what that means again. Remember, it's the... It's the... Uh, why am I blanking? Elizabeth Berkeley from Showgirls. Oh, is that what she does when she gets frustrated? No, but she's a stripper. And she she angry dances. This. She angry dances. Angry strips. Mm-hmm. That's she, the perfect yeah, kind of stripper. She feels it. That's the kind of stripper you want to see. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's one of those things where if I do get frustrated, clothes start feeling restrictive, mm-hmm. and so start I to have feel to a little start, smothered. A little smothered, and so I start taking them. Taking them. It starts off with the hat. Generally, I'll take the hat off. If I have any kind of an overcoat, that'll come off next. An overcoat? I've never uh, seen you wear an overcoat. Are you talking about like a jacket? Or a hoodie or something. Yeah, so well, that's, that's, that's a coat that's that goes over. That's what you quantify to be an overcoat. Well, it's a coat that goes over I other think things. overcoats are like trench coats, aren't they? Well, I don't have a trench coat. Okay, so well then you probably shouldn't say overcoat. I have whatever kind of overcoat I can I have. Stop saying overcoat. On, on hand. <laughs> and, uh, and then goes the shoes. Shoes are next. Then it'll be whatever kind of sweater I'm wearing. And if it gets past the sweater down to it's just t-shirt and jeans, all hell's breaking loose. Oh, yeah. If I've I, seen if the I t-shirt can't fix it jeans, at that point, yeah. that's when a lot of profanity will start coming out. You know what's funny, too, with you is that your hair starts to get curlier. <laughs> it does. Like, when you get angrier, as like the more as you like take off the overcoat and the hat, perhaps, all of a sudden, it's like the anger makes your hair springier, and it starts yeah. to become like more like springy and curly. It starts like going... Oh, like, there weird. are little tendrils of anger coming out of your head. That's interesting. I didn't, yeah. know, I didn't know about that part. Huh. Yeah. Well, there's, uh, there's a lot of things there that... Anyway, it's back down to level one. It is Friday. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to our show today. As we said, we greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how you doing over there, buddy? Calming down. Calming good. down. We're back down to about level two right All now. All right. That's good back to hear. Back down to level two. Good to hear. Things are slowly mellowing back out because I was having a great day once again. It's been a great week mm-hmm. all around. It's been a great week. Everything's coming up, Greg. 
Really? Yeah. That's what's yeah. That's, what's that's what we're going to say okay. until until this morning. So that's just one little thing to prove that I can never actually be fully comfortable and happy. That's Something what I told to you happen. as with the meth heads. Like you mm-hmm. think that it's just like a nice period of happy. It's not. It's well, just the calm before the bad. Speaking of my meth head neighbors, just sure. to give you a little bit of update. So I talked about them yesterday about how it's been weird that they haven't been around. They haven't been, uh, they have been, uh, is there a buzz really quick? I don't hear a buzz. <gasps> My ears are clogged. I honestly okay. can't hear anything. Uh, maybe our, our secret guest. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's probably just me. Um, how the methods, my method neighbors, seem to have disappeared for a while and haven't been around. And that was kind of a little bit unnerving because I'm so used to the sounds of them mm-hmm. destroying their things. Their m- mellifluous tones yes, as they're burning rubber off of metal and screaming at each other and barking at your dog. Exactly. Yeah. Or the yeah. smell of rubber or crazy ladies walking around on a roof. All of these things, this is what I'm used to. This is my, that's my normal. Mm-hmm. That's my normal scene. It's like you're, I, I sleep with a white noise machine. That's mm-hmm. what I need to go to sleep. I you s- have your screaming meth heads I next sleep door. sleep with the soothing sounds of meth heads. Yes. Meth head chatter. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been gone lately. Well, thanks to our conversation yesterday where I was actually talking about how great it was they were gone. Sure enough, I kid you not, <laughs> last night, boom, they're back. <gasps> boom, like with a boom? Like were they making not homemade with a homemade bombs? Okay. Not with a boom. No, they haven't made homemade bombs in quite a while. No, but they are back. So one of them must have got out of jail again because I came, I was, I was driving home last night actually, and I come around the corner and... Sure enough, there is one of the giant meth head brothers standing at the door. And all I'm doing is driving down my street. And you have to turn a corner so the lights accidentally hit him. As soon as my headlights hit him, he spun around and just stared at me and stared at me as I drove down the street. And he was with some other little twitchy guy. I don't know who the twitchy guy was. So you didn't recognize these. These aren't the usual players. No, the one was the one. the regular one. Is he the red truck guy? No, 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 no. One of them was one of the brothers. One of the brothers. Okay, so one of the house. The smarter of the the brothers. Okay. Got yeah, it. the brother I would imagine is more in chart the the calming influence if you could have such a thing with the meth heads. Sure, but uh, the other guy I don't know who the other guy was. He had a new new twitchy buddy there with him. But yeah, they are they are back out of jail or whatever they were in, and I don't know what they're going to be up to. But he definitely looked shocked and appalled that I was dare that I dare drive down the street. How dare you? I I know. How my dare you? Headlights actually shined on him for a second. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was uh, he was glaring at me the whole way. Doing the, doing the method mean mug. So were they making any noise, or this is like so? This is the slow ambling. No, back into this your is life. just the fact that they're back there, and I saw them, and they were doing the mean mugging. Means that unfortunately, no probably things are going to be ramping up given past experiences. So it, it's uh, it's it's a little bit it's disconcerting, and I thank you for breaking me out of my calm sense of normalcy to where I was, or calm my my calming sense that things were finally. You need to get out of your denial. Getting out of the getting out of the terrors of method neighbors and actually getting comfortable with the fact that I didn't have to deal with all that. And then Sarah, of course, brought me right back down to earth saying, it's probably just the calm before the storm. Yeah. Sure enough. It's not it the, it's be. not safe in the denial cocoon. It may. You always have to have a window <laughs> to look out and make sure that, you know, that shit isn't coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I was just looking out for you. I mean, it was actually a very nice friend thing to do. Is that what you consider that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yes. Not fear mongering at all. No. No. Or, no. It was helping no. you out. Or fun slayer. Opening your eyes a little bit. Yes. Happy destroyer Open. of happiness. Open. Right. Well, speaking of neighbors, turns out I got some new ones as well. Really? I've got some new neighbors. Yeah. So I... Well, so, should we should we bring on our super secret guest? Maybe we should before we do this. Maybe before we, we talk should. about this, because I do want to hear about about your neighbors, and I really hope it's somebody with a whole lot of pets. Um, <laughs> welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, the man behind our booking and 
A guy who makes your lives, makes you feel better about your life. That's just a mean way to introduce him. We need to stop introducing <laughs> him like that. No. No, he's... Okay, fine. Kenny B! That's right, I'm here. Hi, Kenny. Hello, Kenny B. Just so you know, you had the DEFCON scale backwards. Okay, so DEFCON 4 is the most... No, 5 is the lowest. Okay, and 1 is... Nuclear war is imminent. Okay, so on the opposite then, I was about DEFCON 4. So on the METHCON scale... Yes, that's right, we did have the METHCON scale. You were on METHCON... Five. No, no, the Methcon doesn't relate to me. Once again, I'd like to dispel this rumor that Sarah started earlier this week that I apparently appear like I'm on meth, which I'm I just did saying not appreciate you just, that. I am not, I, that was not meant to be an insult. What I'm saying is you might share some characteristics with meth heads. Yeah, the, again, that is meant to be insulting. You're very productive. You're very twitchy. You can rarely relax. You can bet you can never I, yeah, relax. That's true. I don't relax. You don't have uh, you don't have any like weird lumps or or like you know scabs on your face though. So well, that's good. Well, chalk one guy. up for me. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're winning in this scenario. So I'm like a meth head, only I'm not high on meth. Right. Yeah. So I don't even get the high associated with it. I just get right. the twitchiness and the the un <laughs> the, the always the constant feeling of being unnerved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, yeah, yay lo- for me. The lovely traits of a method. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that so neat? So you get all the positive attributes. You right. get all the productive ones. Wow. But instead of, you know, piecing apart lawnmowers, you know, you, you do more constructive things. Right. Right, right, right. Sure. Right, right, right. Sure. I was saying your neighborhood was in MethCon 5 mm. because the meth heads were, were gone. But well, now, what do you what do you think you're on? When Three, they were gone, four? so so we're doing a, a level of so five being the lowest. Methcon five is the lowest. Methcon one is the highest. Like yes. the highest warning means they're going crazy. They're tearing apart the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would say, yeah, we were down to pretty much a. I shudder to say it, although that is during during the lull was when somebody tried to steal my gas. So are you ever at Deathcon or Methcon five? Yeah, no. What's your baseline? I would say Methcon no. four. Someone trying to steal okay. my gas, but nobody burning things next door. <laughs> that's about that's about as good as it gets. That's as good as I can expect in my neighborhood. Um, there weren't any random baby carriages left or strollers mm-hmm. left in my driveway. According like, to the Defcon scale, that means increased intelligence watch and strengthened security measures. Yeah, yeah, that would okay, be about a that Mathcon makes sense. Four. That's as good as it gets. That's mm-hmm. a, that is as good as it will that's ever as, get. That's as much as you can hope for. Yeah. All right. Well, it was kind of a good day. Only my gas was being siphoned tonight, so mm-hmm. this is a good thing. Yeah, that w- that's a good thing. So the so the <laughs> just the mere sight of them instantly raised the warning levels. It went up a level. I would say it's Methcon three right now. We're at dangerously close though to going Methcon two because the fact that they took such a lull. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows what they're playing? So you have an increase in force readiness above the required for normal readiness. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's about where I okay. am. Okay. What? Just just for curiosity's sake, what what would uh, Methcon two be? Methcon two is next step to nuclear war. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. I would say normally that is where it operates. Is about it's about been a, two. a while though. So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it rapidly escalates at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, I mean, if been, all of a sudden, yeah, packing is, is it nuclear in, war? Know? Would that count as me calling the police? I think nuclear war is them like on a full on meth riot. <laughs> I've seen that. We've been at we've been uh, at Methcon one before. You witnessed a, a meth riot. Is that when it oh, has yeah. like the trifecta of the domestic abuse, mm-hmm. the meth lab, and like the broken down car? Um, well, you, yeah, you definitely broken down car that they're dismantling. Um, I would say the domestic abuse in, in which 
I don't know who's the victim because they're both loud and angry and <laughs> right. scary, both the woman and the guy. Well, I think clearly society is the victim here. Well, yeah. that's true. Yeah. We all are. We all are. <laughs> uh, either way, I call the police, but honestly, I don't know who's been hit or what happens. But right. it's, it's when I get to hear them yelling and screaming, you fucking bitch, you goddamn bitch, yeah. fuck you, you asshole, I hate you, asshole, I'm going to go back to him. That's kind of what my neighborhood wow. is like. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like a yeah. South Park version of Methods. Mm-hmm. That's what my next door neighbor is. It's like Kenny's parents on South Park. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Except kind of. Meth, only they're worse. Only, only these guys are worse than Kenny's parents. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's what it is. It's an escalation of that. All right. So True. you just, so so you just anyway. saw them outside of the house. You didn't hear anything? Um, I, no, I didn't hear anything yet. Okay. So, so that's they why were we're quiet. just on alert. All right. We're on alert. Yeah. We're on, we're on a heightened sense of alertness right now. Okay. Yeah. We being me and the voices in my head. Sure. So anyway, you have uh, you have some new neighbors you wanted to I discuss do. there, Sarah. I do have some new neighbors. Okay. So I don't know if there's meth involved, but there are definitely uh, are drugs. So so a brief description of, of your, your apartment. You live in a big apartment. I building. live in a big apartment complex like uh, in four, southeast Portland. Yeah, there's a lot. It has of, about like I'd say like like a seventy apartments maybe. Yeah, that's and a lot. I, yeah, it's a it's a big apartment complex. Yes, and. Uh, However, and like like a lot of people who live there, like they tend to stay there for a few years, you know, for a while, and then and then they'll end up moving. But I mean, it doesn't really have a high turnover, usually. Mm-hmm. However, that is uh, that is everybody except for my next door neighbor. So I have. So the apartment next to you has a high turnover rate of it tenants. It has a hugely high turnover okay. rate. I but it's always couples too. It's always couples who rent this apartment next yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Who break up and move out, and they usually last about three or four months. Oh, so there's a curse on this apartment. There, this apartment is cursed. It has been six different couples in the two years that I've lived there that have moved in, like moved all their shit in, stayed there for a while, broken up, moved out, new couple moves in. This Damn. is the sixth couple. So I mean, usually for the past uh, for the past couple of years, like they usually last about. Well, one of them only lasted for like a month, so that kind of counterbalances like a, another couple who had lasted like seven months, mm-hmm. and um. So they they're always fighting. So I heard the the piano playing Gautier singing people. That was them that were next to me. The one that I said that I couldn't hear them humping it out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, explain that one more time. All so right. you had neighbors that were they were practicing karaoke or singing. They were singing Gautier. They were singing Gautier, um, like karaoke style. They were harmonizing it <laughs> uh, over and over and over again. Were they doing a good job? Yeah, uh, no. 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 It was okay. just, but they just kept repeating it and it was on replay. So that's what well, I Well, that's was, what they were yeah. practicing. Right. That's when I started playing Gautier in my apartment, but like slightly off from their version of it. Ah, okay. So that just it, to throw it, them off. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that yeah. it would throw them off. And then you also encountered that gentleman once in the hallway and without, without uh, any kind of press No, no, he asked me if I could hear them in their apartment. And what was your reply? I said, oh, I heard you guys singing Gautier that one time, uh, you know, a uh, one time, I'm like, I think you guys are like singing at karaoke. He's like, Oh yeah, we like singing. I'm like, Don't worry, I can't hear you like humping or anything. Did you put air quotes over singing Gautier? <laughs> no, it's, no. Just it's okay. the fact that you told them, Oh, don't worry, I can't hear you humping. <laughs> that right there is one of the creepiest things anyone has ever done to a neighbor. <laughs> it's not that creepy. Yeah, it's creepy, and that means yes, you can hear them. Humping. I can't. I yeah, and it means them. no. It means more in that guy's mind. You want to hear them humping. If not, get an invite over when that happens. No, that does That's not. That's a lead-in for... That is a total lead-in for... Um, it means you're a swinger. Yeah, that's it what does, it is. As in to swing. No, that is it a does lead not in, mean that. That's probably a test question for swingers. Yeah, that's to right. To see if somebody's interested. Don't worry, mm-hmm. I can't hear Wait, so do you think humping. that he was testing me to no. see if I wanted to swing? He thought you were testing him. 
Oh, that's what it was. You were the swing. You were the swinger. He was the swingy. You know, and the <laughs> entire time swingy. that they lived there, I have no idea what the girl looks like. All I, I, I just always saw the guy. <laughs> don't worry, I can't hear you humping. I don't know if she was like a shut-in yeah, or that's, what. But that's what I'm saying. What so, if she didn't exist yeah. in the first place? So you are known as the. Well, I heard the. Well, I mean, I heard a female voice, you know, harmonizing with well. the Gautier singing. So, so I then I heard yelling, and then I heard him talking to his friend about moving out that they had broken up. Okay. So this was uh, probably hmm. like a week and a half ago, and they had moved out and I'm like oh glory like there's nobody next door I don't have to listen to singing or any of that stuff and then I get home yesterday from after the show and then reality sets in and the the front door of the apartment complex is propped open and what's right in front of it big ass Subaru (laughs) and it's full of all kinds of plants and hippie things and like incense pots and weird like pictures of mm-hmm. ladies. I'm like, what is going on? And I just knew it even mm-hmm. when I saw it. And plus, um, there was some gentleman. So it was a nice Hispanic couple, is what you're saying? Mm. Well, this, there was a guy who was helping them move, uh-huh. the, the people that were moving in. And so he was kind of rude. Like he bumped into me and just kind of looked at me. I'm like, oh, great. I just knew it. I'm like, that's my new neighbor. I just know it. Yeah. But turns out he wasn't my new neighbor. No. Two lesbians have moved in next door to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not it is one, a, but two. It is a, it is a lesbian couple nice. that has okay. moved in. All right. So, so they've known each other for about four days? They've known each other for four days. <laughs> they've already adopted a small child, and now they're living next door to me. And... Um, That'll raise your property value. Yeah. Well, and so I, so I'm going in the hall, and they're just like, you know, they're they're very, very. I mean, they that's their Subaru. They're very. <laughs> um. Mm, they're, they're clearly they're, they're clearly yeah they're, they're very butch lesbians okay. Okay. and both of them are and they weren't very friendly either and like my apartment door is literally like right next to theirs like about uh, like about a foot and a half away so I have to walk by them and so they're like bringing all of their hippie shit mm-hmm. in and I'm like oh mm-hmm. great and I'm like I'm such I'm such an asshole neighbor like mm-hmm. I didn't even say anything like they just kind of looked at me and I'm like whatever and I just opened my door well, you don't want to be a swinger with them no well and then <laughs> And so they're they're moving in all their shit and they're so loud. And then I shit you not, as I'm sitting there listening in to them moving all of their stuff, the dulcet tones of one Melissa Etheridge starts playing. <laughs> Why not? Of course. So these are like lesbians who read the book on what it means to be a lesbian in Portland, and then that's right, house plants and a Subaru and <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. So the Melissa Etheridge is blaring in the hallway. I'm like, oh my god. And then. I don't know what they were doing in there, but there's just like, uh, I don't know if it was passionate lesbian lovemaking because I used to live below a lesbian that her and her and her girlfriend really really liked each other. Okay, um, a lot. They were they liked to hug and they, they liked to they had special hugs. Yeah, and so I think that I am living next door to a special hugging lesbian couple that yeah. Blair's and Melissa Etheridge, and not only that, they are fucking Subaru driving lesbian couple. Listening to Melissa Etheridge with tons of potted plants that constantly smoke weed, uh, which is amazing okay. because now the entire fucking hallway smells like weed, Yeah, which is just fantastic. So I'm getting up to do Sportlandia this morning. It's like 730 in the morning and I'm leaving my apartment and I open the door and my door's right next to theirs and mm-hmm. oh God, it was just a punch in the face. Like who the fuck is up smoking weed at seven mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Like next to the door, like enough to where it's all the way, because there's a really long corridor in, in their particular apartment before it reaches like the main area. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much weed they're possibly smoking that yeah. it's actually channeled all the way down the hallway and then into the main corridor. That is like a caricature. 
Yeah, it was. Something. It was. Yeah. I would guess that. I felt like I was in an episode of Portlandia. Like I, would I guess really that did. Ninety percent of lesbian couples hate people like this because it gives gives everybody a bad name. Right. Yeah, you and know? it is like it's just it, like this. It's a stereotype. It's the same thing with the the angry bike rider that ruins it. That makes every oh, every yeah. bike. Yes, you know, bike rider in Portland look like an asshole mm-hmm. because of one jerk who runs the stoplights. Mm-hmm. That's what these guys are. No, it was That's just incredible. Like it really was. Like as soon as I saw the Subaru, I'm like, this can't be. This can't be <laughs> happening. But yeah, the Subaru with the gate. I didn't see a dog. I don't know if they have a dog or not, but it did have the gate in the back. Yeah, that's... like gating in all of their plants and 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 pottery mm-hmm. and things that they were bringing in. Maybe they they're like. They groom dogs or something. They could be. They could own like their own dog grooming business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would make sense. So they're smoking weed right next door. Smoking weed. There's no way that was anything but weed. Now, did they just like, blow it out the window or something? Yeah, I would think so. But or instead, set up a fan or go yeah. somewhere else. I don't know, but it's like they've been there less than 24 hours, and the apartment hallway already smells like weed. I'm like <laughs> seriously, and these are like adult women too. Right. I'm like, I understand that that's that you want to do that. That's fucking fine, but do it away from the door. I don't mm-hmm. want to be mm-hmm. smelling like shitty. I'm, I'm like. I'm Plus, you're like these two women are like in their forties. I'm mm-hmm. like, you're grown ups. Like, yeah. don't fucking. Like, we're not in a college dorm. This is an apartment that <laughs> yeah. I'm paying a decent amount of money to live in. I don't want to smell your fucking weed yeah. early in the morning. Do you find the smell of marijuana particularly uh, uh, offensive? No, no, not at all. I just don't like it early in the morning. Like, I'm drinking my coffee. Yeah. I'm getting ready to leave. It's like that's. Mm-hmm. It's just not necessary. It's and not keep a, your you smells. Start your day. No, keep your smells inside of your yeah. apartment. Now you're a smoker, and you are. I'd say you're very you're conscious. About of making other people smell your smoke. You know what I mean? Like, you're a good person to, like... You don't want to... You're not going to blow your cigarette smoke in someone's no, face. No, no, okay. I was like... If someone finds this? it offensive, you're going to go away from them. I think I found that a lot of people who smoke weed don't aren't aware of the fact that the smoke is offensive to people. No, and that's true. I mean, it was... I just couldn't... Well, you know, with all the music blasting and the squeals of delight and then the weed smoking, I'm like, oh, my God. This is, I, I really am living next to a stereotype. Well, but based upon the previous record, how many couples have been in there? Six. And it's and all been what? couples? It's all been couples. Oh, well, you have hope. But you know why I think it is, too, is because my apartment building, since it's so big, um, the garbage truck actually comes every day. Mm-hmm. So the garbage man comes, and I think that my landlords don't let them know. So basically, the the front room, I mean, the apartment's really cute, but the front of the, their apartment is right above where the garbage cans are. Yeah, and so the garbage uh, like I don't think they ever tell them that the garbage man comes every fucking morning at five a.m. Oh, every, every morning, every day the garbage truck comes, huh. and it is loud. I'm in the way back of the apartment complex, and I can hear it wow. in the mornings. And I'm like, I bet you dollars to donuts that that's why people are breaking up because you, <laughs> nobody wants to be laying in bed with a significant other and then have loud noises wake yeah. them up every morning. Of course, you're going to start getting grumpy, you know, with the person right. next to you. Oh yeah, right. yeah, because right. I mean, there's nobody wants to be awoken by a garbage truck at 5. So I actually uh. heard it because I got up to get some water or something and it was around 5 a.m. and I heard the like them lifting up the dumpsters. I'm like, oh, and welcome to the apartment building because I know that you're not going to be here for very long. <laughs> so you believe that could in fact be I think that that might be a contributing factor to contributing all factor. the breakups. The breakups. I think that uh, I would I can say I would not be a happy person, yes, if I was working no. at 5 a.m. No, it morning. is so loud, and it's yeah. every day. It's mm-hmm. certainly every day. not helping things. No, uh, and I think that, yeah, and I know that the landlords aren't telling them. Yeah. So in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com sure. slash live, which you can uh, join into if you're a subscriber for so 6 a month to the Fun Employment Radio Networks, you are being asked to please demonstrate that sound one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, 
Foley artist. Foley artist. Sarah stars. Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such I have noise. garbage day once a week in my neighborhood, and it pisses me off. And it's at like <laughs> seven a.m. and it's loud and. I hate it. Well, I would can't you, imagine having it every day. I'd fucking lose my shit. Does that contribute to any kind of uh, problems in your <laughs> personal life, Kenny, as far as you and your significant other? Again, I don't think it helps. Okay. It certainly yeah. doesn't help. Well, Kenny, I mean, since since you are here, let's ask, how's everything going with you? Everything's going great, for the most part. Everything's good. It was uh, it was my lovely lady's birthday yesterday. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday oh, to Kenny's lovely gal. Happy birthday to her. I hope she doesn't hear this because that means she's listening to the show and she's not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a pretty. So how did it go? Did you get her something? Wow, that's pretty close together. So you had to like fork out for the Christmas present and then like yeah. the birthdays ten days later. It was. It was tough, fiscally. Speaking, sure, yeah, it was difficult. But you seem like a really good present giver. I'm sure that you got her something that she really liked. Yeah. Is that oh, <laughs> no. I, uh, I, uh, well, I did a great job outside of the present giving portion. I made her breakfast. I made her eggs Benedict for the first time I've ever made eggs Benedict. I per- poached the eggs perfectly. I made oh, hollandaise sauce. So you gave her like breakfast in bed or like just no, just in- on the couch. Okay, that's breakfast know? on couch. Yeah. That's good. Got her flowers. Um, but I kind of, sort of, uh, might have uh, re-gifted something. Oh, God, Kenny. Okay. <laughs> you re- Wait a minute. So you... But not technically. All right. All okay, right. so let's sort go. Of. So this is well, her birthday all, morning. I ordered her uh, some earrings, uh, Doctor Who earrings, and they didn't come in time. Were they Doctor so sh- Hoops? <laughs> Oh wow! There so was she likes. So she likes Doctor Who. Yes. Okay. She is a Whovian, if you it, will. Oh, is that really what the term is? Apparently. Okay. Um, and they didn't come in time. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a good way to phrase that. Uh, and she, I had gotten her this uh, Cladar ring last year, and it broke. A the, what? The band. A Cladar ring is the. Oh, the, that little symbol on there. The heart with the, the heart with the crown, with the crown on the hands. It. It's an Irish Celtic. Uh, All right, symbol of love. <laughs> wow! You got her a ring uh, last year for her birthday. It has her, gotta, bir- it has her birthstone on it. It's not a wait. Uh, so you solitaire. got her a ring, but you didn't get her an engagement ring. When, when you no, brought no, no. it out, did she? We for talked a split about thinking, this. Remember, we talked about this. Like when you give somebody a second. ring. Yeah, uh, yeah. Think, uh, think that it might have been the engagement. Did ring. she think it was the engagement ring? No, because it was on her birthday, and I don't know, you shouldn't propose on someone's birthday. I don't oh, that's see, but that's the worst, is like giving Ooh. someone, because clearly she wants to get married. And you're giving her, <laughs> so like, hey, this is for, the, here's a ring for you, it's not for that finger. <laughs> no. Yeah, sorry about well, that. It, there's, you know, this certain uh, uh, classifications, I guess, or, or traits that go into a uh, wedding ring, so I think when you open it and see that it's it's not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any of those traits. It's clear that it's not a wedding ring. So okay. no, I mean, right. I, I I know people who like don't have the traditional, you know, like diamond rings. Like, you those can get people are to, weird. You can get proposed to with anything. No. I I know actually somebody actually Lisa and Brian Wood have uh, that Cloud kind of ring. rings. They have them tattooed on their fingers as their oh, wedding rings. Wow. So there's that. Mm, yeah. Um. So anyway, I got doesn't that. it mean like forever? No. If the heart is facing in, it means you're taken. If the heart is facing out, it means your heart is open to love. What? That's that's the who spends this much time? <laughs> who takes that much time to figure that ancient shit out? Irish? Uh, You've never uh, heard tradition. Of the no, ring. and I'm Irish, but I don't. Uh, yeah, my I'm mother, Irish, my mother I, wears I one. Pay, mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to that. Actually, on her wedding ring, <laughs> their mm-hmm. wedding finger. Yes. Okay. Um. Anyway, the band broke on it. 
la- uh, not too long after Ooh. I bought it for. That's, Where'd you get this? Ring? It wasn't. A, it was on the internet. It wasn't exactly high quality. <laughs> uh, bite off a craftsman. Did it turn her finger green like the first no, day? No, it hasn't. It hasn't done that. Um, mm. It. Uh, it's really thin. The band. It's almost like wire thin. When I got pulled it out of the box the first time, I was like, ooh. Um, but the setting's really nice, and the the the, the uh, design's really nice. So aside from the fact that it looks like a cheap piece of shit underneath, <laughs> on top it looks really nice. So the part you display to people. Anyway, the band broke, and her present wasn't coming in time, so I kind of panicked, and I was like, all right, well, I'll fix her ring, and I'll give it back to her as a birthday gift. Oh. <laughs> so sort of a regifting. Wait. So I took it to a jewel. But the thing is, is, this is the thing, is I had to go through a lot of effort. I had to go call, like, numerous jewelry stores i went to several places and they wouldn't fix it because they were like the man's too thin you can't fix it the man's too thin you can't fix it they're saying it's too cheap you shouldn't fix it (laughs) no they said too thin greg yeah not cheap cheap was not the word they used um and so i went through all this effort found someone who would do it within the time period and fix it and fixed it um (laughs) What, did she find some guy with a soldering gun? <laughs> Pretty much. It was this dude with like a, uh, he actually had like a little shack in the back of his um, house. <laughs> so what <laughs> did you, all of the of, reputable. I found him on the internet. All the reputable jewelers who have been doing this for years, it's their livelihood, <laughs> it's their craft for their life, said, nah, dude, we're not going <laughs> to fix that. But the dude in the shack, he can do the job. How did you find someone's hidden online. ring fixing shack in the back of their house? He's a secret genius jeweler <laughs> who just, uh, uh, you know, abhors normal society. This guy was awesome. He He's a rebel. He chain smoked and <laughs> sat and talked to me. He's a rebel jeweler. Yeah, cool. I don't conform to that. I'll fix. I can fix anything. But he fixed I used the to be the biggest jeweler in the world. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently he was in a he he explained a lot of things to me. Um including the how he used to be in a um you know, an actual like brick and mortar business and got screwed by his landlord and Etc. and so forth. People and, around you just are yeah, always telling you I'm stories. I'm always finding these interesting about people. About being screwed by their yeah. landlords. Landlords are real assholes in yeah, my world. Yeah, and everyone's yep. crazy. Yep, those <laughs> landlords. <laughs> those landlords. So, oh, wait a minute. All right, so so then rest there. So you made her beautiful eggs, Benedict. Yes, perfect beautiful. Perfect poached eggs. And I made perfect uh, hollandaise sauce, which is slightly difficult to do. The first time doing it, and I all nailed right. it. And she, you know, sitting at her little... Uh, couch TV tray with her flowers and her perfect eggs Benedict and her present was wrapped in front of her and she opened it to sheer disappointment. <laughs> oh no! So walk us through. What happened? She's opening up the gift. Yeah. She Wait, so has she been wearing this? How long ago did it break? Uh, Four or five months ago. Okay. So, But she had been wearing it up until it broke. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's, yeah. so it's a ring that she liked. It wasn't just like sitting there no, gathering No, she loved dust. the ring. Like loved it. Like, guys, she loved it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it was like, and it's the symbol of our love and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah, she'll love that. I and it's broken. And it's a symbol of your love, and, and it broken. broke. The ring, the <laughs> infinite circle made, and it broke, <laughs> <laughs> broken and shattered. The only way your love can be fixed is by a guy in a shack. Yeah, yeah. Who chain smokes while I'm in the room? With what him. was his name? Just first name Gary. Gary. So Gary, I, I could not pick Gary a the ringmaster. More perfect name. I was going to go with Daryl, but Gary, that's just fine. Yeah. Gary in the shack. Gary in the shack. <laughs> who you found online to fix the ring that you did? You bought find him on your like Craigslist? No, no, it was on uh, Yelp. That, and he had lots of good reviews. 
<laughs> from were they all numbers? from Gary five two three, Gary seven five one, Gary six three and more? It was weird. Everybody that reviewed him was named some form of Gary. Gary, good. Yeah, yeah Gary's real great. He's a sweet guy. <laughs> Gary's the best. There were Screw the other guys. Spelling errors. <laughs> Government employees not allowed. So did he did he fix the wire ring in front of you or is this No, you I dropped it him? off in the morning and came back and picked it up. <laughs> Must identify self if cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so So she, so you have it nicely right. So she has her flowers. She has her beautifully made eggs benedict. That's right. And she has the little package in perfectly paper. wrapped package. I am an excellent present wrapper. Okay. I'll just say that. So So describe <laughs> I really built it up. Which I'm realizing now, oh, in yeah. retrospect, I was like, it was in the little tiny box, and it was wrapped perfectly. Oh, and, like, Kenny. Bow on it. Oh, Kenny. Because you know what? She got the starter ring last year. Oh. You know she was expecting the real one this year. Oh, man. Oh, man, Kenny. Oh. I. Oh, it was in like a ring box. Was it in a ring box? It was in a, um, like a larger sort of little box with a lid on it, and then a ring box inside of that. A golden ring box. Oh, Kenny. Shaped oh, like a heart. Man. Oh, Kenny. <laughs> oh, man. You a gold ring box shaped like a heart, and it, was it wasn't a real an And it was a regifted ring. ring. Oh, oh, my God. And then, like, to top it off, I put pictures of the other earrings in another, like, envelope as, like, okay, this is what I actually got you, and it didn't come yet. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But... Except she didn't like those either. Oh, well, of course not. Is yeah. that the second thing you got her? Yeah. You, you gave her that afterwards? Right. She's After the crushing any... disappointment of the re-gift, I, I was like, yeah, here you go. You could have gotten her a new car at that point. She would have hated right. it. She was already pissed. She was already pissed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, so I fucked up big time, big, big time. I don't think you fucked up. Oh, and then, and then, I think so it's a very thoughtful gift. I think, though, at the this, presentation. The presentation. You say. fucked up the presentation. Yeah, I, I blew yeah. it up yeah. out of proportion. I should have given it to her another day that wasn't her birthday. I should have gone out and got her something else. Uh, to top it all off. Uh, the ring, because of the way it was broken and the way he put it together, it ended up being slightly smaller. What? Gary messed <gasps> oh it up? Oh, my God. So she thinks she's gained she's weight. She thinks she's oh too fat God. to wear the ring now. <laughs> Just slide it on that little figure. Oh, why? Oh, my. What's, what have you been doing the last this four This little piggy's been eating a little bit more. Tight. Oh, tight. dude. Yeah. So, happy birthday to you. <laughs> now you put the fork, fork down for another couple months Maybe we'll be able to get this thing on there Maybe not so much hollandaise sauce Oh, huh? I'm just, just going to go ahead and take off. this back <laughs> This sauce that's mostly butter <laughs> That's just great Let's just have a little bit of this off here Oh my god uh, oh, Dude I wish I was making this up, but I'm not Dude oh. <laughs> so after she so what did she say when she uh, I just want to know I want to know like I want to know the I reaction I could tell what did she, she say? wasn't she didn't say anything that's that's She was just silent? Well are, she just there was no <laughs> happiness to it. Are you really surprised though that Gary in the shack would have possibly <laughs> messed up this ring that all of the professional jewelers didn't want to even touch? Uh I don't know. Gary seemed like he knew what he was doing. <laughs> He had a lot of confidence, uh, Gary. <laughs> His shack was plushly appointed. Mm. <laughs> Did you have to have a special knock just to get into his shack? You, you, there was a gate with a lock, and you go up to the gate, like next to the house, like the side of the house, and you ring a like a doorbell button, <laughs> and then Gary comes strolling out and lets you in, and then takes you back to his shack and shows you what for. You from the IRS? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, man. Wow, Kenny. <laughs> Sasquatch wants to know um, if when you asked her how she was feeling, did she say, I'm fine? Uh, no, she she doesn't. She just shakes her head. Like, that's when I know she's pissed. She, she will go into silent mode and, and not, like, look at me. So... It was a good day. So what? So she opened it. She's like, did she like pause when she had the gold heart shaped ring box in her? Was it the same box that you gave her no, the no, ring no. in? You put it in a different ring box, Kenny. <laughs> I put it in oh all my new, god, Kenny! All new ring box with like golden. Uh, oh my uh, god! Like uh, tissue paper and all that. Okay, so she opened the big box and then there's a tiny little the, ring box. There's like a tiny ring placed. box, yeah. perfectly placed, shaped like a heart. That's right, with a bow on top. Oh. <laughs> Greg. I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Kenny, yeah. Uh, lessons for life, kids. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, things. I'm trying to think how you dig yourself out of this one. Well, it's all good now. It is? Yeah, surprisingly. How yeah. much did it cost you? <laughs> <laughs> we had a, another like weekend sort of thing planned already. So that's sort of the backup <laughs> to my already big, huge fuck up. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I think that she'd be, she should be grateful to be getting you know anything for her birthday. It's really nice. However, <laughs> you wrapped up an old present yeah. in a new shiny ring box a year after you gave her a promise ring. After you it wasn't living- a promise ring eh, to her. It's a birthday. Explain the explain the meaning of of the ring one more time. We've we've heard the yeah. I just I just get a little confused. If you could just let us know what it is. <laughs> it's a symbol of our love. Do you know what what mm-hmm. finger does she wear it on? Her right hand, uh, on her ring finger, but it's the right hand, not the left hand. Yeah. Okay, that's right, that's right, right. Not left. Maybe Although now it does fit a little better on her left hand. Now that uh, I think about it, because it's smaller. Because <laughs> of her chubby fingers. <laughs> oh my god! And a resized Which smaller she ring. Have. You might as well just told her you're getting a little too chubby. For me. <laughs> oh, um, you want a you want a real dude. ring? Maybe you should yeah mm. lose a few pounds. Remember that ring you love that fit you so well in the chat, which I love the. Nate handles that people take here mm-hmm. for the show. Yeah. I hope your weekend plans don't involve going to Gary's backyard spa. <laughs> you didn't buy anything else from Gary, did you? You did have a large pond back there. I really want to interview Gary at this point. Yeah. Gary Gary's a interesting dude. <laughs> He's got a lot to sure say, he, let me tell you. Sure he does. It took about an hour and a half to get out of Gary's little shack. What did he try to tell you? He was telling me all kinds of shit about his business and what happened and how how did he something must have gone wrong? I want to know how Gary for, ended up in the shack. Yeah, <laughs> how did he end up in the shack? What went wrong? What did he do? Uh, he was in a building with a number of other tenants, and they kept moving out. I guess, and so the landlord just kept raising the rent instead of trying to get other tenants, and so eventually he raised it beyond the point where Gary and his business could sustain the rent. So okay. Um, what, what's the name of Gary's business? Or do you we, yeah, not we say, say all right. Was say. it just some, was it something legit sounding? Yeah, totally. It wasn't like Gary's <laughs> ring fixing. <laughs> <laughs> Will done fix anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was the slogan. <laughs> Might have been a bad sign. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mr. Jenky has a good point. It says uh, Kenny has friends, some of them female. He should try running his crazy ideas See, past and them the first thing, to get an upper Well, the down thing vote. is, is I'm normally an exceptionally good gift giver, and I get and she had an awesome Christmas, and like I, I pay really good attention to like the things she wants, and likes and 
I've never once given her a gift that she hated. So this is just totally out of character for me, and it, and I think that kind of uh, exasperated the disappointment. So, well, you know what? I yeah, think no. simultaneously, and she's two- had a shitty year on top of that. So, well, you know, people have bad years. Um, yeah. On top of the fact that you just gave her an Xbox with a workout. Thing. No, it was an Xbox. It was a Wii. A Wii. A Wii. A Wii with a workout thing. And then you give her a ring that's too small for her fingers. Right. Oh, Kenny, Look, the plan's coming together, guys. Look, like the plan's accidents. coming together. Uh, next step is I'll be moving into Sarah's apartment next door. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be good. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for a clean break, you can just move there. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed so in two to three to months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so I, I, I'm... Uh, you know, a big dumbass. So, those are uh, these are lessons for life, kids. Listen up. Don't do what Kenny does. Don't put an old ring in a new ring box. <laughs> That's and and double wrap it in oh, exceptionally God. well with a perfect bow that you tied yourself. That poor girl. Next to her oh my perfect God. breakfast and her perfect flowers. Oh, Kenny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, Kenny. But I did All take right. her out to a nice dinner after the fact, so when she stopped crying. Did she just eat a salad? <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <coughs> did you cry? Oh, uh, no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I don't know. I think she was too angry for tears. Wow. Yeah. That's... Well, she probably felt like she was duped. Yeah, and her and like we both are kind of because uh, our birthdays are both like really close to Christmas, and so we both kind of get screwed, and so there's some baggage. <laughs> there about the birthday thing and like trying to make it you know special and separate from Christmas and I really like hit it out of the park with Christmas and you know kind of blew the birthday so yeah it's been a good time well but everything's all back to normal now right <laughs> uh huh <laughs> normal happy, happy time. everything is good at my house uh. mm-hmm. we slept in the same bed it's all good. Well, that's... <laughs> that's a bragging point right that's there. That's good. You're sure my introduction needs to change for Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's spot on. <laughs> oh, Kenny. Oh, yeah, well, all right. I'm here to please, guys. Well, should we... Uh, I, have some, I have some World of Crazy. Yeah, let's do some World of okay, Crazy. maybe we should cleanse the palate let's, let's, a little bit. Well, I also have a new follower on Twitter. You do? I do, yeah. Oh. Is well, it a celebutant? Let's talk in a minute. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, let's talk about it in just a second. Well, Kenny, I have some news that might make you feel a little better about yourself, about some people doing some pretty (laughs) stupid things. (laughs) Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. You sure it won't just make me think about myself? (laughs) It could. Yeah. It could. All right. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Oh. First up, we have a couple stories right here from the great Northwest. I, 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 sorry. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. Yep, a couple of Florida with trees stories to start off with, friends. First off. That's us. That's us. And this is was sent to me by uh, many people, so I'm very grateful for it. Out of Oregon, an Oregon teenager has landed himself in county jail after what must have been one of the dumbest Facebook posts ever. Posting publicly about drunk driving and hitting and running a car. Oh, yes. yes. I heard about this. Yes, this guy is named Jacob Cox. He lives in Astoria, and this story is being reported in the Daily Astorian. Apparently on his public Facebook page, as his update, he wrote, Driving drunk, classic. 
smiley face emoticon. <laughs> but to whoever's vehicle I hit, I'm sorry. Oh. Tongue sticky outy face emoticon. That's classic Gary. Wow. What was his name? Uh, Jake. Classic Gary. <laughs> His name's Jacob Cox Brown. Jacob right. Cox Brown. Cox Everything's going to be Gary now. Cox Brown. So uh, Jacob posted this on his public Facebook page. Um, upon reading Cox Brown's posts, two of the 18-year-old's Facebook friends contacted the Astoria Police Department to report it. Good Snitches. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> All right. So after collecting pieces of... Um, and then they actually were able to match up... His drunk driving admission with a hit-and-run vehicle to where he was living and then a... What's going on over That's there? That's all right. I almost um, spilled. From where he was living to uh, a, car, a vehicle that had actually just been victim to a hit-and-run. Right, because that story is such a huge city. It's, it's an probably hard to large. track this stuff <laughs> So after collecting... So we, apparently there was a Scion that was hit. And after collecting pieces of the Scion's damaged taillight and bumper cover, the police received tips about the Facebook posts, were able to match up Cox Brown's cars with the car that was hit. And the paint and... Yep. Yes. Astoria police <laughs> go on to brag. Astoria police have an active social media presence. It was <laughs> it was a private Facebook message to one of our officers that got the case moving. When you post on Facebook, you have to figure it's not going to stay private long. I love how now they have a southern accent in Astoria. That's I mean, right. Don't they? Yes. Sure. It, a lot of places outside of Portland do have southern Well, that's, if you go yeah. to southern Oregon, yeah. that, that, does, that does happen. I don't know if Astoria is oh. one of those places. But that's uh, okay. Well, Cox Brown's Facebook page shows that he's no spring chicken when it comes to doing bad things. It's filled with telling clues about the young man's penchant for both altered states and vehicles. And stupidity. Under his favorites, he includes, Mommy Needs a Beer. <laughs> what? I don't know. His favorites, I guess he favorited Mommy Needs a Beer. Uh, Lifted Trucks USA. Also, <laughs> his activities are smoking blunts and rolling Ford Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> the internets are such a good like filter for criminals. Like, I think if you started a website called like admityourcrimes.com, like yeah. people would just go on there and oh, totally, and just, yeah, you know, probably talk I'm about somebody hasn't tried it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, posting something like that, <laughs> smoking blunts on your Facebook page <laughs> and thinking that's not going to come back to haunt you. Yeah. That's like, yeah. you might as well have a bumper sticker in your car that says, my other car is a bong. Yeah. <laughs> just have it on there while you drive around. <laughs> You're just advertising it to everyone. That's what I don't realize when people write stupid shit on Facebook. I'm like, all right, just because you wrote that and then deleted it 10 minutes later doesn't mean that I didn't take a screen cap of it right. and can't show it to all of my friends. I'm like, don't be an idiot. Right. There is a permanent record of that. Somewhere. There is yeah. a permanent record. Yeah. Um, all right, Florida with trees number two. This one's out of Seattle, Washington. Has to do with a bandit. A bandit reportedly was found masturbating after robbing a bank in Seattle. The masturbating bandit? The masturbating bandit. Actually, he's called uh, the Hansy Bandit, and this is why. Because <laughs> they don't want to put masturbating in a headline, <laughs> you're telling me? Well, the article goes on to say... Talk about sticky fingers. Oh. Ew. A man suspected Really? Of, it says that? It says that in the Seattle Times. A man suspected of robbing a bank was caught the next day when he appeared to be publicly masturbating, according to a release from the Seattle Police Department. On New Year's Eve around 5 p.m., I guess he was getting ready for a party, a man walked into a Seattle bank and handed the teller a note demanding money and stating that he had a bomb. The teller gave them the money and the robber fled. Now, uh, the next day at about 12.30 p.m., that's New Year's Day, police got a complaint that a gentleman was, quote, having a good time with himself <laughs> while lying on the ground near the entrance of a car dealership. <laughs> he was like, wow. Okay. Right. He, he wanted to treat himself. Yeah. He, want, he, he, he wanted to take his He's time. He's done a good job. <clears throat> now, here comes pun number two. Uh-oh. In what the news release calls a 
Stroke of luck. Hey. Seriously? Yes. This is Seattle Times reporting. Yes. The responding okay. officers noted that noticed their purported masturbator looking suspiciously similar to the bank robbery suspect oh, from the wow. day before. Wait a minute. The man whose name has not been released reportedly told officials he had not been playing with himself, but he was merely trying to shove objects into his pants. Into the pockets of his pants. Uh-huh. And you got to lay down to get <laughs> yes. them really get them There was there. a bee, sir. <laughs> I can't, my, my jeans are too tight. I yes. need to lay down. <laughs> Unfortunately for him, though, his appearance also matched up with the surveillance footage from the bank robbery the day before. The suspect, who police have dubbed the Hansy Bandit, Handsy Bandit, has been taken into custody for investigation of the robbery. The Handy Bandit. Notes to self, if you want to get away with a bank robbery, don't go masturbate at a car dealership. Yep, lesson learned, kids. That's Gary wouldn't do that. Yeah. Gary wouldn't do that. No. Gary knows better than that. Gary wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, guys, speaking of sticky, uh, oh. I've got another sticky thief story. <laughs> yes. The alleged thief of a $1.29 convenience store pastry has left a man suspected of having sticky fingers. Again, I swear to God, two fucking sticky fingers puns. I have not altered this in two different stories. Make it a comeback. Behind bars hey, in jail. That's another pun. Yes, yeah. this young man yeah. is accused of... Oh. Stuffing an iced honey bun down his sweatpants and leaving a 7-Eleven store without paying for it. A store (laughs) store manager saw the theft of the iced honey bun and confronted the man who fled on a bicycle. (laughs) Palm Bay police in the area saw the suspect and using a police dog, they found and arrested him in a wooded lot. The suspect, who has been identified as Brandon C. Phillips, 18 years young, was wearing the same gray sweatpants and was riding the same getaway bicycle as was seen at the convenience store. A police report says the store clerk identified the suspect, suspect as the pastry pilferer. That's that's too complicated of a one. I know. The pastry pilferer. Yeah. Yeah, that takes too long to say. Yes. Uh, Phillips faces misdemeanor cha- charges of retail uh, petite theft, resisting arrest without violence, and resisting in the recovery of merchandise. For that $1.29 iced honey bun, this young man is now being held on bail for $1,000. <laughs> Jail officials said on Wednesday. $1.29 for an iced honey bun. $1,000 to get out of jail. And that's going to sound really tough when you're in jail, too, trying to explain your crime to the other inmates. Like, what are you in for? I stole an iced honey bun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should call him the Honey Bundit. Hey, and you can meet me. Go ahead. Done. Kenny hasn't been muted in a while. Yeah. Oh, Kenny. You've been doing so good. <laughs> Unfortunately, the iced honey bun was not found. Oh. Yes. Hmm. Iced honey bun. What do you think he did with it? It'd be a terrible rap name, too. Ice Tony Bun. Ice Tony Bun. Yeah. Keelan, your new rap name needs to be Ice Tony Bun. Don't call Keelan Ice Tony Bun. Someone needs to go to GoDaddy right now. <laughs> All right. My friend uh, Summer actually had posted about this article, and I found it it's hilarious because she posted it along with the headline saying, somebody's been watching too much Absolutely Fabulous. Abfab. You guys yeah. fans yeah. of Abfab? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Yep, I'm aware. All right. The story is coming out of uh, London. Two reportedly drunk women forced the landing of a British Airways flight in France (laughs) earlier this week after it had departed from London. So flight BA-2664 was headed from London's Gatwick Airport 
The flight was, however, diverted to France following, quote, the continued disruptive behavior of two drunken female passengers. Mm-hmm. British tabloid The Sun reports that the women were drinking many shots of Malibu rum before they started swearing at children on the plane. <laughs> oh. They then reportedly started threatening the families of a flight attendant who wouldn't give them more Malibu rum <laughs> and then tried to run to the cockpit to get more drinks, all the while then hiding in the lavatory trying to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> were their names Sarah and Kelsey? The paper quoted a passenger as saying, they decided, drunkenly, that they were going to go meet the captain and march toward the cockpit. Uh uh (laughs) Yeah. An airline spokesperson said, our customers and flying crew deserve a safe and enjoyable flight experience. We do not tolerate any disruptive behavior on board our flights. The two drunk British women were handed over to the custody of the British police Mm -hmm. and detained upon arrival in France. (laughs) I love how they immediately went to threatening the flight attendant's family. Yeah. Instead of just threatening her. That seems like like, it doesn't fit. I'm going to kill your children. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's... uh... That was the thing that bothered me. A bit overboard. This doesn't, Mm -hmm. uh, like, everything else is like running around the hallways trying to smoke cigarettes, drinking shots of Malibu rum, wanting to meet the the captain of the airplane. Mm -hmm. None of those scream, like, and then I'm going to murder your family. (laughs) Like, that just really doesn't fit into the rest of it. (laughs) Is there a picture of these women online? I wish. No, it doesn't even have their names. Ah. It's. It makes sense why they don't let drunk people on airplanes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And you probably shouldn't give them continuous shots of Malibu rum. That's true. <laughs> Who gets drunk on Malibu rum? Yeah, though, I know. Right? I know. That, sh- that shit's well, just like sugar water. Ugh. Those kind of women. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much <laughs> what that is. They had to feel like shit the next day. That would be a horrible, horrible hangover. Yeah. All right. And finally, my last story is at a Springfield, Illinois. A priest at uh, Springfield's St. Aloysius Church called 911 and asked them for help because he had been playing with handcuffs and they got stuck on him. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yes, audio of Father Tom Donovan's Father Tom Donovan. His call was published by the Illinois Times today. Donovan called the dispatcher in a a strangely muffled voice saying, I'm stuck in a pair of handcuffs and I'm going to need help getting out of it before it becomes a medical emergency. The 911 dispatcher replied, you're stuck in a pair of handcuffs? Donovan said, yes, uh, I was playing with them at the church, so I need some help getting out. Because, you know, churches As everywhere have handcuffs. Yeah, that's exactly, what you do. You know, because, you know, priests, Catholic priests particularly, like to play with handcuffs well, at Mass. You've got to be handcuffed to Jesus at all times. Exactly. <laughs> well, when police arrived at the church, they discovered that not only was the priest resplendent in handcuffs, his voice had also sounded muffled because he was also wearing a ball gag. <laughs> what? Oh my god. This there's this was Do you have audio of this? Um I wasn't able to find it but uh so the just the the writing of the audio has been okay. put out. But if you can find the audio we should play it. Uh, uh, what was his name one more time? Father Donovan. Father Father, Father Tom Donovan. Father Donovan. Although the the Archdiocese of Springfield has been provided with the police report and the audio call of the 911 call, uh, they have refused to comment on the incident. Yeah. A spokesperson says, I wouldn't be able to tell you where Father Donovan is. There's a matter of privacy. So apparently Father Donovan has gone on an extended vacation. Would you like to hear Father Donovan? Yes, uh, Father Donovan has been granted a leave of absence for personal reasons for an (laughs) undisclosed amount of time. (laughs) Tell us what Father Donovan sounds like. Are there, I'm stuck in a pair of handcuffs. 
I'm going to need help getting out before this becomes a medical emergency. What's the problem? I am stuck in a pair of handcuffs. You're stuck in a pair of handcuffs? Yes, playing with them, so uh, I need some help getting out. Okay. What's the address where you're at? 2119 North Plymouth. Your name? Okay. Is this a is this a business you're at? It is actually yes. Okay. What's the business? Fail wishes. Okay. Where at in the building are you? Um, I am the I'm in the front room. Come to the front door. Okay. Hold hold on one second. Yes, sir. Okay, we're going to get help over there for you, okay? Okay, I'll be here. Are you an employee there? Yes, I am. Okay, are you the only one there? Yes, I am. Okay. I'll be here. All right, all right we'll get somebody over there, okay? Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. Father Tom Donovan, everyone. Giving a good name to Irish Catholic priests. Oh. There's so many great things about that call, my God. It's, it, it really just speaks for itself. I don't think there's much more you can add on to something like that. Well, I was just gonna, I was just thinking he's not, as is evidenced by the fact that he couldn't get the handcuffs off, he clearly doesn't know how to use the ball gag either because it didn't muffle his speech. He was able to speak. Or it hasn't been his first time <laughs> that he's learned how to speak around the ball gag. <laughs> He learned, he's learned how to get what he wants when he has a ball gag in, if that's clear. <laughs> also, a church is a business, according to him, which is interesting. Anyway. Isn't it, though? Yeah, yeah it is. And that guy's at the head of that business. It's going places. Oh, my God. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. I'm going to need help getting out before this becomes a medical emergency. (laughs) 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 How does he go back and do mass after that? Well, he's not. He's on an extended leave. Yeah, extended meaning forever. Never again. Yeah. I wonder if he does mass with the ball. People are claiming that voice is actually Rick Emerson. (laughs) It totally sounds like him. Everybody wanted to know what he's been up to. Well, now you know. Well, what did you want to do, Greg? Um, Well, I need to do some quick ball talk. uh, Just because because of what's going on this weekend. But um, then I think we do need to... Did you get all the desperate messages from people who are football fans telling you not to uh, pick their teams to win? No, missed all of those. (gasps) Greg Nibbler. (laughs) Missed those messages somehow. Unfortunately, it's too late. Too late. Ball talk's already written. So, yeah, what are you gonna do? Whatever. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Well, Sarah doesn't want to talk balls, apparently. She's outraged at your balls. Outraged at them. <laughs> uh, really quick, don't forget, everyone. If you like Fun Employment Radio, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link for any purchase you plan to make from Amazon. Whatever it is, how big or however small, whatever you're doing, we won't tell what you're buying because we won't know. All we want you to do is go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. That's it. I got that ring off Amazon last year. You did? Really? Yes, I did. Oh. 
And I click through FunEmploymentRadio.com. I wish Gary was on Amazon. No kidding. Gary needs to get on Amazon. Him and his shack. His jewel shack. Jewel Shack. That's the name of his business. All right, in ball talk. We've got a few different things. First off, congratulations to the Oregon Ducks, winners of the Fiesta Bowl. Um, they uh, they won pretty handily last night, and good for them. It was a good game. There was a weird play where there was a one-point safety, which no one has ever seen, ever. I, I had no idea that that was even something that could happen off of a blocked extra point. But uh, nonetheless, the Oregon Ducks won. Most likely, though, this was the last game that Chip Kelly will be pl- will be coaching for the Oregon Ducks. I am saying with 90% certainty that he will be leaving the University of Oregon. And more power to him at this point. He's done everything but the national championship that you can do at U of O. Big time money, big fame. He can test his system in the NFL. If you're going to go, now's the time to go. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. I mean, really, that's... And I, you can't blame him for it either. That's uh, that's what he wants to do. But so we will wait to find out. Supposedly today he is interviewing with the Browns, Eagles, and Bills. All three of them for their head coaching positions. Moving on in ball talk. Balls. You think Aaron's excited that he might be going to the Bills? I don't know. I haven't had a chance to ask mm. Aaron about that. Wonder now what? anybody would be better than what's going on <laughs> with the Bills right now. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You'd have to see what happened there. Uh, so one head coach who... A lot of people called for him to have uh, his job gone. It has not been fired yet. Is Rex Ryan of the New York Jets? So Rex Ryan, this is the guy with the foot fetish, right? Well, yes, it is. Rex Ryan is head coach <laughs> of the New York Jets, and he's famous for a few different things. One, <laughs> coaching the Jets into the tank. Um, they're they're not in the playoffs. And yes, he also, outside of football, was famous for a video, an alleged video, where he allegedly was the cameraman and his wife was featured. In a home porn foot fetish video. I forgot about that. Where Who did the mock of that? Remember how like some celebrities got together and they were doing like the fake? There was someone. I that can't was remember. Hilarious. I can't remember. Yeah. But that's that is him. That is this Rex Ryan where his wife was sitting in their minivan in a parking lot with her feet up on the door and he walked up with the camera. Oh, those are those are nice feet. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. So Rex Ryan now also famous. He is he was supposed to do a press conference within a week of getting of the end of the NFL season. That's kind of NFL rules that he has to do that a press conference for the New York media. Right. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it. Instead, he's down in the Bahamas right now <laughs> at some resort. And a reporter, this is how relentless reporters are, went down there and found him <laughs> and took some pictures. At which point, uh, Rex Ryan was like, "Oh, get." He said, uh, I don't even have the quote. He was like, get the fuck out of here, I think is what the quote was. And he always said, oh, shit. And then walked off and ran away from him. <laughs> Clearly, he's, I'm guilty. Get yeah. away. And so <laughs> the key thing, though, of the picture that came out was one of his tattoos in which it appears to show mm-hmm. a woman kind of bending over in a seductive pose <laughs> whose face looks shockingly... Like his wife, <laughs> re- remarkably like his wife, mm-hmm. wearing a number six Mark Sanchez jersey. Mark Sanchez is the quarterback of the New York Jets. <laughs> the guy who was dating um, uh, Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria. I guess he used to date the Meadow Soprano too. Um, wearing a jersey of him. <sighs> I don't understand the levels of this weirdness. Yeah. What is? There's some is, layers here. Is this a is, is this a fake? Fake tattoo? 
No, it, well, there's there's debate of whether or not it was uh, it was photoshopped on there. It doesn't look photoshopped. It really doesn't. It really doesn't and, look. And they got like a close up of this tattoo. Yeah, it was clear. You could see he didn't know that the picture was uh, being taken. Where was it located on his body? It's on his right upper arm. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, on his right upper arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly he really loves his wife, but but also why? His why is she wearing a Mark Sanchez? <laughs> why with the Mark Sanchez jersey? That's the really creepy thing about it. Yeah. That is creepy. That's kind of weird. So anyway. Just more things adding to the weirdness of Rex Ryan and whatever the hell that goes on with him. I'm sure you could probably find the tattoo and we can post it into the live chat if uh, if that's on there. If you look up Rex Ryan tattoo, Sarah, maybe you could help me I out sure with could. that. I sure could. I'm looking for it right find now. Them. All right. Moving on to Baltac. I just wrote Rex R-Y and it filled it in with Ryan tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> because I haven't done this for a while and because it is timely for this week since we are in the first week of the new year, 2013, I think it's only appropriate that I read... Some Jose Canseco tweets. Oh, yeah. Now, this is courtesy of Tuggy, who posted this for me, and uh, let me know that this was going on, because I hadn't checked Jose Canseco for a while. But apparently, Jose Canseco had his list of New Year's resolutions that he posted on Twitter. All now, right, I have I those here. Know. Would you like me to read through them? Absolutely. All right. Starting off, here's what he said. At 9.39 p.m. on January 1st, 2013. Uh, If you are in the live chat, you can go in there and see a picture now of the tattoo that uh, I was referencing earlier. Jose Canseco says, Here are my New Year's resolutions top ten. What are yours? One, spend more time with my daughter. Oh, that's a nice one. Two, get stronger and fitter. Okay, that's a lot of people are going for that. Three, help people who are getting screwed wherever I can. Okay. He's a bit of a vigilante there. Number four, return to pro baseball as player or manager and have dinners with Maguire, La Russa, Bonds, and Sealing. Five, fight Shaq in MMA cage match. <laughs> and there he is. <laughs> and obviously not knowing how to number things correctly, he also posts, five, develop and launch Ponce de Canseco, a real anti-aging drink. What? Hmm. So after the two number fives, number six... Get elected to an important political office in the U.S. or Canada to help all people and governments with their problems. Mm-hmm. Multiple spelling and grammatical errors in here, too. Clearly needs to be elected. <laughs> I think we need him on our side, the people side. Number seven, become a world-class entrepreneur and found at least two great companies that make people's lives better and funner. Better and funner. More better and funner. Mm-hmm. Number eight, write a third book and do a movie deal for Juiced. Juiced was his book that he had written. Oh. Nine, do at least 100 promotional deals for good companies and products like animal rights, human health, environmental, and beer companies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jose Canseco. And number ten. Use positions as A-list entertainer doing reality, TV, movies, blogs, columns, appearances to be able to do more charity. He's really outlining these in detail. Yep. And finally, he wrote, 2013 is going to be our haters. The best is yet to come. Not quite sure what that means. Our haters? 2013 is going to be our haters. The best is yet to come. wondering if he either meant four haters or ours. Ours haters... 
or are his haters his friends or uh, haters usually doesn't like haters. Okay, so, so it wouldn't sure. be ours probably. So four haters. Pro- we can't figure out Jose Canseco. What are we doing? Well, that's the mystery. That's why he should be a leader. And he did actually. I did check today to see what he posted. And he did post this. Need exact guidelines of what I need to run for Toronto mayor and how long it takes to claim residency. Hashtag yes, we can Seiko. Yes, we can uh, Seiko? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. No one's above puns, people. Not even Jose can Seiko. All right. Finally in ball talk, I have this. Since the NFL playoffs do begin this weekend, I've got some predictions. Oh, geez. Now, I uh, previously stated, and I let everyone know, that the Green Bay Packers will win the 2013 NFL Super Bowl. I stated that before the season began. You're still going with this. I stated it before the season began. They're still in it. I believe they're going to win this weekend, and I think I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to stand by it. They're going to win the NFL Super Bowl? The NFL Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) The Bowls of Supers. All right. Four games. I will predict. Game number one. The Cincinnati Bengals versus the Houston Texans. Now, I've made it very clear. I've got nothing against the city of Houston, but I hate the name Texans being used as a as, as, an adju- as, as a descriptive term, mm-hmm. as a mascot. It's naming yourself a mascot, which I appreciate the ego involved in that. I, I really do. But at the same time, I just I can't go with it. So I'm going the Cincinnati Bengals going into Houston getting a win. Isn't the Texans, Texans like mascot like a bull too? Like a bull's horns or kind whatever? of yeah with a with Texan colors on it with the Texan flag working into it right because those are all over the place. Cincinnati Bengals will win against the Houston Texans. Texans mark it down. Next up, well Minnesota versus Green Bay. I already said this. Green Bay is going all the way, so you know where my uh, yeah I know where that is. Know where I'm going with that. All right. And this is no allegiance to Green Bay. I don't I don't have any allegiance to them. I'm just saying that's who's going to win. These are mere cold cut, clear facts. Facts that I'm laying down here. Next up, Indianapolis versus Baltimore. Indianapolis Colts going in to Baltimore to play the Baltimore Ravens. Now, of course, the Indianapolis Colts used to be the Baltimore Colts before they left town uh, like 30 years ago, and Baltimore still hates them very, very much. This is Andrew Luck, rookie quarterback, rookie sensation getting the team into the playoffs, going against Baltimore in Ray Lewis's last game, possibly, because he said he's retiring after these playoffs. Ray Lewis will play one more game after this. Baltimore Ravens will beat the Indianapolis Colts. I'm merely predicting this. I'm not saying taking sides. I'm not saying who I hope or wish would win. I'm just saying this is how it's going to work out. (laughs) And finally, (laughs) Seattle Seahawks versus the Washington Redskins. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Russell Wilson has been a sensation for the Seattle Seahawks, but has not received the publicity that Robert Griffin III of the Washington Redskins has received. (laughs) These are merely predictions. These aren't. Seattle Seahawks are going to win. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
When you're doing the math for all these predictions, is one of your uh, data points who I am going to piss off? No, because that's everybody. Okay. No matter which side. We have listeners in Washington, D.C. We have listeners in Seattle. They're both going to hit me, although the Seattle, but, Seattle but fans I mean, are you, closer. They can actually wait, reach me. Do you wait at, like, who who am I going to piss off less or more? No. No, okay. That's no. not one of your one of your deciding factors. These are only facts. I just go by statistics. You go on the facts. I'm a very mathematical okay. man. Right. Very pragmatic in scientific, my decisions. if you will. Okay, I would like to science. move as far away from this topic as possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Greg and I were talking earlier before the show, and it was also like a topic in the chat room, about how, like, who the reigning conqueror of Outburst, the game of verbal explosions, is right now. <laughs> now, however, I believe that it's myself, and so does Greg, so I mean, there's anything to do with that. I, I am <coughs> disputing what you are saying. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. All right, let me get some water. However, we were talking about this with Kenny, who claims to be a fan of the show when he's not here, yet has never heard (laughs) us talk about Outburst, the game of verbal explosions. Listen, I find the show so engrossing, and this is true, and I get so upset that I can't be here that if I try to listen to it at work, it's too distracting. And that's true. All right, Kenny. Well, for most people, it's not. And that's why you should go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and subscribe to the network because it enhances your workday. It sure does. For normal people. So, so we were talking about this, and we realized that Kenny has never heard of, nor has he ever played Outburst. So I want to tell you a little history about this. Okay. So this game, Kenny, it's a, this, the name of the game is called Outburst. <laughs> and I, I found this actually at my parents' house when I was there for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it's from 1984. Okay. And what Outburst is, is it basically gives you a topic, and then you have a set amount of time to pick 10 things that you think would be listed under said topic. So I pulled out an, an example card for okay. you. So, like, for example, this, uh, this topic here is things in a library. And so when you're thinking about that, you know, you think, like, what's in a library? Kenny, what would you think is in a library? Uh, books. Books is one. Libra- there you go. Librarians. Okay, Librarians. he gets it. He so there gets you go. It. All right, yeah. so you have so to find a people. Oh, so you have to sorry. assess. So this is where the game kind of gets a little tricky. <laughs> so they're lists, but you also have to remember that this game is from 1984. Okay. Which means that things are a little bit different back then, and you have to try and get into the minds of whoever's putting, putting together a yeah. board game in 1984, yeah. what they would put on the list. So, Kenneth, before you got here today... Uh, I was talking to the folks in the chat, and I put out three possible topics for you to cover. Oh, the chat folks chose the The chat topics. folks did. So um, there were three topics, and the people, the tribe has spoken, and they have picked out the one. So let me just tell you the three that, that they had to choose from. Okay. And then I will let you know which one you are going to do, and then let's see if you can beat my reigning championship, which is eight out of ten. Now, this all happened when I was dealing with the tech stuff. So yes. I, I am unaware of what uh, the three topics were. All right. So the three topics that I had picked for Kenny... While everyone that um, that were voted upon in the chat, so the first one was famous and bald. Okay. The second one, baby words for biological functions. Okay. Say that one one more time. Baby words for biological functions. Okay. And the third one was things you blow. <laughs> so the people have spoken. 1984. And they voted on baby words for biological functions. Nice. Okay. So, Kenneth, what we need you to do is I'm going to set some music. We have some music set to it. Mm-hmm. I want to see how many words you can come up with that you believe 
Is there is, a time limit on this? There is. I have okay. a I have a song that I'm going to play. <laughs> and uh, I will cue you when to start guessing. So it's going to start here in just a second. Do you feel prepared, Kenny? Greg, Greg have I explained it well enough? Yes. I think that that's just okay. fine. Do you understand the rules? Do you understand I, the rules? I think this is a subject that I'm going to be good at. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, Kenneth is going to try and guess 10 baby words for biological functions circa 1984. Kenny? Go. Pee-pee. Doo-doo. Caca. Uh, mess. Will you tell him if he gets one correct? He got, you got pee-pee. That's it? Yep. Poo-poo's not on there? Caca? Uh, um, trying to think of what else. Oh, yeah, you got caca. <laughs> this, what I'm asking is, do you want me to do that? Spit up. Spit up. Throw up. Uh, baby words, baby words. Spit, spit. God damn! I, I had. What about for caca. what about for words for their for your nether regions? Oh, Think of uh, wee wee, wee wee. Uh, squeaky. Is that one? What the hell is a squeaky? <laughs> no. Uh, wee wee pee pee. Um, uh, doo doo. Is doo doo on there? Did I say that already? There's a, it's there's uh, there's duty. I'll give you. Do dad. Uh, your, your popo. Um. <laughs> I'm going to cut out all of this audio at some point. <laughs> Come on, Kenny. You've got four. There's six more. Weenus. Wiener. Um. Hoo-ha. Nana. Tata. Um. Booty. All right, that's enough. Yeah. All right, Kenny. All right, Kenny. That was a valiant effort. You, however, are not breaking any records today, Kenneth, because you received a whopping four out of ten in art, uh, an outburst game of verbal explosions circa 1984. 40%. You got pee-pee, doo-doo, caca, and wee-wee. However, <laughs> you missed tinkle. Tinkle, damn poop. it. You missed poop, just basic poop. Uh, you missed BM, short okay. for the bowel, bowel movement. That's, that's not a baby term. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, dump. <laughs> <laughs> you also missed whiz. And then number 10, you could have, uh, you know, if you would have gotten one of these for this last one, you it would have counted. But number one and number two. They're all, they all have to do with urination or... Yeah, defecation. Biological functions. Those. That's it. Those are the mere definition of biological. Can I see functions. that list? <laughs> so, were you just just trying to uh, throw me off with the nicknames for private parts? No, the wee wee. That's you got that one. Baby yeah, but that's for biological functions. Not it. No, I wasn't trying to throw you off. I was actually trying to uh, help you. Oh, I get you. I, I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, I thought that. Yeah. Why is it in this red thing? Because you have to, That's if you pull out the card, it's the reader. So if you pull out the card, it's actually encoded with a whole bunch of red splotches that you can't read unless it's in there. Oh, wow. So there's, there's no, no cheating. Mm -hmm. No cheating. <laughs> wow. Number one and number two. Wee wee. Tinkle. Damn it. You know what I feel? I just I feel really like want to know what a squeaky and a popo is. Yeah. Those are, those are... <laughs> I don't want to know what yeah. a squeaky is. <laughs> I don't want to know what a squeaky is either. Oh. Yeah, it's, Hensi it's, Bandit would do. I think it's uh, more telling the things that uh, I, I guessed incorrectly. You know what I mean? 
Gary taught him about squeakies. Squeakies and popos. <sighs> Good lord. 40%. That's an F. Send us an email, everyone. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. If you prefer to send a personal email, send it to Greg at funemploymentradio.com. Sarah at funemploymentradio.com. Or Kenny. That's right. At funemploymentradio.com, especially for any booking All your concerns. booking needs. Send those on over there. And... Uh, Rick Rutherford says, Father Donovan had to call the popo about a squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, gosh. It's Friday. It's Friday. It is indeed. All right. Everybody, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Yes, coming up today at 6 p.m. on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Keelan King with B-Sides and Besides. Fuck yeah. Tomorrow, Rip City Bad Boys. We will talk to you on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Thanks, Kenny. Thank you. Hi there. I'm stuck in a pair of handcuffs. I'm going to need help getting out before this becomes a medical emergency. What? You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.